Hey, on today's episode of LDL Letters, we're going to read an email from Amy who talks about situation with her childhood friend slash, you know what, let's just read it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, like, I like slash um, cliffhangers. <laughs> I know. You don't know what's going to happen. Dun, dun, dun. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I am on pins and needles. That's my favorite expression lately. Pins and needles? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like my mom, I think. Is yeah. that an old-fashioned expression? Pull, up, pull yourself up by your you know, bootstraps but if you and really... get on your pins and needles. <laughs> if you really were on pins and needles, that would hurt a whole lot. I mean, think about it. They're like sticking yeah, into what, your butt. Yeah, where does it even come from, this whole pins and needles thing? Um, I think it feels like you're just so anxious because if you're sitting on actual pins and like needles... Like you're about it, to hop up. It, it hurts. So yeah, you want to hop up, I'm thinking. That's my best guess. Hmm. Sister Fanny fact check. I was about to say, Sister Fanny fact check, help us out. Like, where did that originate? Where the hell did that expression come from? I don't know. She'll hook us up. Mm -hmm. She's probably on pins and needles right now. Excited to hook us up with the definition <laughs> we all? in history. We yeah. are. Okay. <laughs> Should we be right back? Well, let's do it. Okay. Hey, Virginia. Did you know the law protects patients from surprise medical bills? Insurance companies and hospitals post cost information online. You can request a good faith estimate three days ahead of hospital care. Know your rights as a healthcare consumer. Visit controlyourcare.com to learn more about patient-focused healthcare laws. Controlyourcare.com can help empower your healthcare decisions. Paid for by the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association. Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 16 of LDL Letters. The Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast. What? Sounds like a salesperson. <laughs> I'm going door to door to offer you a Latter-day Lesbian letter. And if you listen now, we'll include this set of Ginsu knives. <laughs> they slice and dice and also make great julienne fries. <laughs> wow, that came from my memory bank somewhere. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's that's taking up some space in mm -hmm. that brain that doesn't really need to be taken up <laughs> no. at this point. That in Looney Tunes cartoons, I have all of them memorized. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> the witch, the Looney Tunes or yeah. the Ginsu knives Not the Ginsu commercial? Knives. I mean, whatever. I'm just picturing all the black and white footage, and then when you get the whatever uh -huh. is advertised, it's all in full color, and oh, it's yeah. all working so much better. Because when you can, like, use your knife to saw a nail in half and then cut a tomato, it's <laughs> fucking badass. Am I right? Sure. <laughs> Let's um, drill the nail into the tomato and then cut it and see what happens. Have they done that on a commercial? I don't think so. It's revolutionizing <laughs> the whole nail and tomato slicing industry. Okay, so put the nail in the tomato, cut through the tomato, hit mm -hmm. the nail. Then what do you do? Well, here's the thing. As you're cutting through the nail, once you're halfway through the tomato, it's going to mash the... I know, but, the tomato but, but no, at that point. As you're pushing down, it's going to mash the shit out of the bottom of the tomato. Like Not the if nail. there's a nail holding it all together. Oh my God, Mary. No, that doesn't make sense. Okay, here's a tomato sitting on the table. There's a nail through it horizontally. Uh -huh. You cut from the top, it slides through it like butter because okay. those are ginsu knives. Uh -huh. But then when you get to the nail, it's not like you can gently... That's my, my, I'm making sawing <laughs> motions, just so you know. You have you're going to have to push. Pressure. Yeah, you're going to have to put some, some okay. elbow grease and it's going to mash the bottom of the tomato. All right. So we won't do this experiment. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, I still want to do it. <laughs> okay. That's my hypothesis. <laughs> All right. I like it. I <laughs> like it. You're so, probably right. I, I am always right. So when this episode comes out, we will have just come back from the march to end child abuse in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Super pumped. And then mm -hmm. as you're listening to this episode, we will be preparing for our trip to 
Atlanta for Atlanta Pride. We need to slow down. That's what I'm saying. Well, after Atlanta, so we've got Utah and then Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then we have a couple week break, and then we have Phoenix, Phoenix and then we have a, a long, lonely winter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to that long, lonely winter. You actually, know, I'm okay with a long, lonely. You know, here's here's We're the busy. thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I will. Like right now, I'm saying, oh, I can't wait for long, lonely winter. Give me like four days in and I'll want to go somewhere again. Do you ever get well, that way? In we're, February, we're going on a cruise. I mean, that's true. But that's clear. Uh, that's not until February. We've got, we've got November, mm-hmm. most of November, December, and Jan- I guess only three months. I love having a February trip somewhere warm because that's really when winter's starting to get long and annoying. Winter really sucks here. February is a horrible month. It is because you're thinking it should start getting less gross, but it doesn't. It just stays gross. And it's worse for our friends in the Midwest and the North. They're probably like, shut up, you sissies. Yeah, shut up. February is nothing. Try April. I heard that Montana yesterday, my dad told me, so who knows? (laughs) Okay. The whole state, I guess he didn't specify a city, but <laughs> Montana got mm-hmm. four feet of snow. Wow, because so. it's like 90 here in D.C. pretty much. Yeah, sorry mm-hmm. about that, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks for you. Sucks for you, Montana. <laughs> sorry. Should we get to a letter? Uh, I think I think so. Okay. I think so. <laughs> you know, if you have wrapped up all your stories. Well, you know, and stuff. I, I had to take a quick break because my son managed to get a speeding ticket in the town where his girlfriend goes to school mm-hmm. and they're actually requiring that he go to a court date in that city. Why can't he just pay it online? This he said he tried, huh. you, but they're requiring he, him to come. He probably yeah. tried late. I was about to say that. I, my guess, because this, mm-hmm. me, I love this kid. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's super nice, super smart, super funny. If you pay it on funny. time, it's fine. Yeah, but he's late on everything. Uh-huh. I wonder if it was a lot of money and he doesn't have the money right now because I know he's broke. He's just starting a new job. Oh, Why oh. didn't he ask you for it? It says, it says I have to appear at the trial. What a trial? trial for oh a speeding ticket? What did you do? <laughs> what did you Are we sure you... it's just a speeding ticket? I don't know. I'm asking him right now. What <laughs> Is did there you a body do? in the trunk? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know, I don't, it did smell a little weird. Um, a little bit like dead rats? A lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was a reckless driving or that could be. Remember That's when I than could have gotten a reckless ticket. driving when we went the wrong way on yeah, an you on ramp? Going crazy? No no, 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 no! I was following all the other people <laughs> who were getting on the freeway while using an exit. It ramp. was weird because we had met somewhere, and uh-huh. I was watching this go down, and I saw you like peel ass. No, no, no! That was a speeding the- ticket. This was when we were at the beach. A year ago, and I was getting on the freeway using an (laughs) off-ramp because other people were doing it. I wonder where Lincoln gets it. Yeah, I don't know. So in my (laughs) mind, I was like, oh, well, maybe this is just what this town does on the weekends is they use this off-ramp to get on the freeway. The off-ramp to get on the on-ramp or something? Yeah, he pulled me over. And uh, mm-hmm. I got out of that ticket, thankfully, because he was like, this is reckless driving. I could get you reckless <laughs> driving. And that, oh, yeah, because he said, if it's a reckless driving, you automatically have to come back here for court. Okay. So maybe that's what's going on. Oh, oh, he just sent me a picture of the ticket. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh, Lincoln. What is it? Because him and like six other people got pulled over all for failing to stop for a school bus. Damn it, Lincoln. Oh, and so you can't get your way out of that without appearing? Yeah, I'm not going to yell at him for that. I've done that. Oh, Lincoln said there was a turn lane, but not a physical median. Hmm. I'm going to say be more careful. 
because I have done that before. I feel horrible afterwards. I'm like, shit, that was a school bus. I feel Always horrible. add to a text with a 19-year-old and wear a condom. I just think that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> <Want> me too. <sighs> Should we get to a shall letter? We shall we Okay, now, now that we've solved the mystery of <laughs> the speeding, the speeding ticket, ticket. Which is really not a speeding ticket. It's failing to stop when a school bus has put their, like, stop sign out or whatever. Yeah, I got a ticket when I was a couple years younger than him um, for failure to yield to an emergency vehicle. Oh, okay. So I was driving, we were cruising El Paseo. As you Shout do. out Las Cruces! <laughs> Those of you who are listening. Jesus. We were cruising El Paseo, me and a friend, and I was just trying to get to Sonic, right? You cruise between Sonic and... Um, you cruise between these things? Did like you a- never cruise? Uh, yes, it's been a long time. You go we, between Sonic and I think Burger King. Well, we didn't do that. We just, uh, there was a strip at Virginia Beach. It was like the circle of Atlantic and Pacific avenues. This was a straight line. You'd have to, you'd start one place, you'd go down to the other one, you'd get in the parking lot, turn back around. And that go, sounds just go back thrilling. I mean, that's that's where all the action happened. <laughs> action? <laughs> what kind of action? I don't know. <laughs> action like me failing to yield to an emergency vehicle and getting yeah, pulled over. Yeah, it's because teenagers can't get into bars, so all they can do is just drive up and down the street. Yeah, pretty much. Boring. There's a lot of cities that that's illegal now. Yeah, because it doesn't get you anywhere. I was and cruising. it blocks traffic. It does. And I was cruising, mm-hmm. and suddenly there was a cop car coming my direction with its lights on, and it was actually, then it went in the turn lane to turn in front of me to go into a parking lot or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just kept going. I just like kind of kept going, and so he couldn't turn into the thing. So another cop that was with him pulled me over, and I literally didn't know why they were pulling me over. Okay, can I tell you one good cop pulling me over story? <laughs> and then we'll get to the letter? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think we'll take a break and then we'll get to the letter. Okay, good it's idea. almost like 15 minutes mm-hmm. in. Sorry, guys, but not really. So I had just moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think it was 1993, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out where... That was the year I graduated high school. Carry on. Okay, good to know. <laughs> so I was trying to get to Decatur from Atlanta. I didn't know the area, and this was before GPS, and I had a street map. Remember the street map that you'd be looking? It was like a big almanac My kids call them paper maps. <laughs> okay, it was a paper map and a mm-hmm. book. And it was it was say, a book? Yeah, it was a book. It was called a street map, and they had them in different cities. Was it like was... in cuneiform? What? What kind of form? <laughs> it's that old Egyptian writing where they use like a triangle Hieroglyphics. shape. That, no, that's different. The cuneiform, I don't know why. This is like one of the few things I remember from elementary school. It's where they'd have like clay kind of. And then imagine a pencil, but the tip is the same width as the rest of it. So a dowel. And mm-hmm. at the end, it's like whittled into a triangle shape. And depending on how you position the triangles was what word you were. I'm pretty sure this was translated from gold plates <laughs> via a hat and a stone. <laughs> Okay. Anywho. That was funny. Okay, sorry. I had this book that you'd be looking at a map and it'd be like, continued on page 48. So you had to go to the page 48 to find the continuation of this oh, map. Yeah. And you had to write down the directions. And if there were road blockages, you were kind of SOL. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why you would pull over and bring the map with you. This is way before GPS. I just moved to Atlanta, had no idea where anything was, trying to get around. So I'm driving through a neighborhood I'm not familiar with at all. And it's a little sketch. I'm not going to lie. So I'm like going on a street in this this neighborhood. I look down a side street and it looks like there's a police blockade. Okay. I don't know where I'm going anyway. It kind of doesn't matter what street I'm going down because I am lost, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I look down the street. Why didn't you pray? (laughs) This is beyond (laughs) my praying years. Okay. This is after that. After prayer. I look down the street. There's a couple of cop cars. 
I don't need to go down that street necessarily. I don't know where I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, instead of turning down that street, I'm just going to continue forward. Seriously, I don't know where I am. Wait, wait, wait. Do you yeah. know where you are? At this point, I know exactly where I am. Oh, but in the past, the yeah. past me had no idea. Okay, cool. <laughs> Glad we cleared that up again. <laughs> Cop pulls up behind me, uh-huh. looks at my license and everything. And he's like, Ms. Rutt, do you want to tell me why you avoided that police blockade? And I said, well, it looked complicated. Mm -hmm. He said, complicated. And I said, yeah, it looked complicated. And he said, miserat. (laughs) Complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not the best choice of words, but I couldn't think of another way to describe it. I mean, it is a little complicated. It is complicated. It's like all blocked and I couldn't get through. I'm like, why would I Why would I go that? I'm going (laughs) to go a different way. Why would I choose that route? Just because you slammed it in reverse and... (laughs) <laughs> not quite like that. Oh, okay. It's All a right. little more subtle. I was just like, not going to go down there. I'm going to keep going straight. Gotcha. So he said, Ms. Rutt, do you want to tell me the real reason why you avoided that? So he was talking down blocking? to you at this point. I mean, don't they all? That's true. And I said, um, it looked complicated. <laughs> that was the only reason I could come up with. He said, did you realize that your license has expired. Oh, I was driving on an expired license, and I had no idea. Did they haul you <laughs> off to the slammer? I got three days in juvie. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, he actually. Um, I think he just gave me a warning because I think I looked stupid enough that he believed He's like, it. Yeah, she actually doesn't want to go <laughs> she, down the street because it looks complicated. Complicated is the only adjective she can come up with <laughs> at this point. <laughs> That's fantastic. I know. Um, From then on, I periodically check the date on my license to make sure it hasn't expired. Let it be a lesson to all of you listeners. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good lesson Mm -hmm. and a good story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shall we take a break? (laughs) Sorry we didn't get any letters so far. We are halfway through the show. We're going to do it, though. We will get to a letter right after we pay the bills. Okay. Okay. Be right back. We're back. All righty. Shelly, should we for real read a letter this time? Yeah, I am honestly going to read a letter. Okay. And this one uh, is, is, is just a little difficult. It makes me a little angry. makes me a little sad. And um, yeah, so okay. I really, you know, I was thinking last week as I had posted some little bit controversial things and how Mormons kind of came out of the woodwork and denied these things and tried to act like these things are no big deal and people are too sensitive and blah, blah, blah. It's like they don't believe that people are harmed. Hmm. And that's a little frustrating, which is why I kind of wish my Mormon friends, if nothing else, if they would just listen to the letters episodes. Oh, yeah, for so sure. they would really hear how damaging religious things can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so having said that, I'm going to get to the letter. And this is from Amy. Okay. Amy D. Hello, ladies. Several weeks ago, I discovered your podcast, and I love it. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Amy. Listening to you guys is like sitting on my deck, drinking beers with friends, and just talking. I love it. You know, I love to listen to our podcast, too, and drink beers and talk. (laughs) We do do that. (laughs) I said doo-doo. You did say doo-doo. You know, I love when we get these letters and people are like, you guys feel like friends. Or maybe we just sit around drinking beer. Maybe that's what we do. Yeah, and sometimes the podcast is on in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she goes on to saying, I feel like I have two new people in my friend group now. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely do. For sure. I am not an exmo, nor have I ever met one. Wow. I did not come from a religious family or have a bad childhood at all. As a matter of fact, I couldn't have asked for a better upbringing. Wow. Good for you. However, I am a lesbian and come from a very, very small Ohio town. Mm. 
1978, I started the seventh grade. No one knew ever moved to our town. So imagine my surprise when on the first day of school, a new girl showed up. Hmm. She was blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and I had no idea that a seventh-grade girl could be that pretty. (laughs) Through the grapevine, I discovered that her family had moved here to get them away from the evils of Columbus. Oh. Evil Columbus. (laughs) Her parents were very religious and very strict. In high school, we became friends. I didn't understand what these feelings for her I was having were exactly, so I never let myself spend too much time with her. I was always afraid that somehow she would know what I was feeling and think I was awful. Mm. When I did spend time with her, it became apparent that no matter what she did or said, it was never good enough for her parents. Oh, no. They always belittled her, and her sister was always the angel. Ugh, Uh, it made me sick. I hate that. I know. She was always seeking their approval and never got it. Well, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm. Carrying on, shortly after high school, she got married and moved away. I had already started my coming out process, but didn't share that with her. It was 1983, and I didn't know anyone like me, and I was scared to death of disappointing anyone that I cared about. Throughout the next 15 years, we would see each other now and then, but always failed to keep in touch. She was still the black sheep of her family, and you could tell that it pained her. In the late 1990s, we both moved back to our small town about the same time. We started spending time together. She now had three kids, and I had a demanding career, but we made time for each other. One evening, it seemed right, and I kissed her. Whoa. After that, we were inseparable. My parents thought it was great, but hers called her every name the church would find acceptable. Oh, man. I, of course, was Satan himself or herself or whatever. She tried to tell them that she had never been treated with such kindness or respect. She told me that she had never felt such love before. She loved me the same. It lasted for over a year. Wow. At one point, we even talked about marriage. However, the pressure from her family became too much. She broke it off, and I left town. I didn't speak to or see her again until four years ago. She came to my mom's funeral. She hugged me like no time had even passed. Mm. We kind of kept in touch, but we had both moved on with our lives. I was married, and she had married a man that her parents found acceptable. Shortly after, she killed herself. Oh, my God. Yeah. My heart still hurts for her. Several of our mutual friends had said it was because she never felt comfortable with who she really was. Yeah. There's a song, Unlove You, by Jennifer Neville. It makes me think of her and us. It makes me cry still. Listening to you somehow gives me comfort that people can come through these situations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. It's horrible. Thank you to listening to her story. I felt the need to do this last loving gesture for her. I'm so glad you did. I know. Amy, thank you. And by the way, I replied to Amy, and she replied back to me to tell me the name of this wonderful woman who unfortunately took her life, and her name is Jean Ann. Okay. So, Jean Ann, wherever you are right now— This is for you. This is for you, and you've got a lot of love here. Yep, you do, and we are honoring you with this episode here today. Absolutely. So, thank you, Amy, for sharing that with us. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I uh, read it a few times and choked up every time. I know. I hate that families are still driving people to kill themselves. I know. And I just want everyone to be able to be themselves yeah. without repercussion, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and sometimes that means going against family. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I've had to do it. But to be strong and to be authentic in who you are sometimes means... You have to take a different stance than your family does. Yeah. It's not a great position to be in. Uh, nobody loves that. Right. But it's worth it. 
in the long run. It is, and sometimes it's it's too much. It's too much for people. I'm never going to judge anyone for the decisions they make about their life, but I hope as we tell more of these stories, I'm hoping people will hear them and think, you know what, I I should stand up against my family. Yeah. I should make myself happy. I should be myself. Mm-hmm. I wish you we didn't can. have to be in those positions. Yeah, I, really I do. Uh, for sure. And I think most people, and again, I don't know statistics. I'm not a therapist, but I think that most people who end up ending their lives early, I'm imagining they have this sense of despair and loneliness. I don't want anyone to feel lonely. Yeah. I don't want anyone to feel like they have no way out of whatever the situation is that's making them feel like they would rather not be here. Mm-hmm. No one out there is alone. I'm hoping as people listen, they'll understand how many people there are out there like you with a similar story that can help uplift you, support you, help you get out of whatever the situation is. And in turn, you can pay that forward, you know? Well, Shelly, in particular, you and I have both faced disapproval from our families. Oh, God, yeah. And we have had to stand against it. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It is no fun. Uh, I've been the black sheep for most of my adult life. I don't recommend it, but sometimes there's no way out of it. Yeah. What can you do? No, you're right. It's either that or I live somebody else's version of my life, and you'll, I refuse to do you'll it. You'll never be happy doing that. No. And I, you know— Three years ago, I did not have the bravery and the strength that I have now, not, not even close. And right. I'm not saying I'm always brave and strong now, but I'm, I am saying when you are faced with just real shit situations and you can day by day slowly move through them and make these tiny decisions getting you to where you want to be, when you look back on it, you're like, holy shit, I did it. Yeah. And then you can be strong for others. It's okay when you're in a shit position to rely on other people's strength for a while to yes. help pull you up. Yes. Perfectly and fine. you had a great support system. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we can provide that for other people, that Absolutely. we can be your support system right into us. Yep. If you are feeling despair, right into us. We will share your story. We will root for you. We have thousands of people rooting for you. We have a great Facebook discussion. Yeah. What is that? Just Latter-day Lesbian Facebook discussion group? Yes, we have a group, Latter-day Lesbian Podcast podcast Discussion. Okay. So find us on Facebook. It's it's, it's a, a totally place. safe group. Yeah, everyone there is great. And I also wanted to point out for those of you who have said in letters and we've read them, there has never been a letters episode that we didn't get feedback from other listeners saying, oh my gosh, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. Or if you or ever meet that person, please hug them yes. for me. Yes. Or we're cheering for them. Please update us. Yes. You know, this is a family. This really is a family yeah. that we've somehow stumbled on, yeah. uh, created, <laughs> slash, whatever you want to call it. I and love I, it. Again, I feel so lucky to be able to do this, especially to be able to do it with Mary, but to have this way of uniting people, it feels better than anything I've done. Let's rally and support each other. Let's do it. I love that. There's enough haters out there, so let's let's, let's lift each other fight up. against that. Yeah. I agree. And Amy, thank you so much for sharing this letter. Yes. That is how we are going to have support around these issues. That is how we're going to build each other up, keep each other strong. Yep. I love it so much. Keep the letters coming. As a reminder, if you would like to get in touch with us, we hope you do. Please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. All the ways to get in touch with us are right there on one handy page. That's so great that you threw them all on one handy page, baby. <laughs> you know, I got a couple skills. You do. It's not the best website in the world, but it does the trick. I mean, it's not the worst. No, it's not. Because I've seen some shit websites. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. You do a great job of it all. All right.
Wow, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, I guess we should wrap this one up. Yep. Okay. Keep the letters coming, everybody. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that so much. We'll talk to you again next week. We sure will. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.